Welcome to the Brain Briefing, brief conversations with neurology experts with information for everyday people. With us today is Dr. Matt Ludke, a neurologist who specializes in the care of seizures and hospital patients. And today we'll be talking about quality of life in epilepsy. Quality of life is a phrase you often hear, but what does it mean specifically for people with epilepsy? What kinds of things are you referring to when you talk about quality of life for someone with this specific condition? So quality of life is, is the human experience, right? It's, it's how we experience our day-to-day -day existence and how our health and our livelihood and our interactions and experiences make our experience either positive or negative. Way of looking at it is, you know, if you have a, a great job and a great family life, but at the same time you have chronic pain, that's going to be a drag on your quality of life. Even though parts of your life are good, parts of your life have a drag on them. And in the setting of epilepsy, we're faced with a couple of challenges. First, seizures, you know, even for people who have a lot of seizures, really only occupy a, a, a few fractions of a percent of your lifetime. Their impact on your life is dramatically longer than the length of the seizures, right? You know, after a seizure, we can't drive. After a seizure, you know, we might have prolonged periods of, of anxiety or depression. Uh, you know, having a seizure in your workplace might make you concerned that your colleagues aren't going to treat you the same way. There might be some embarrassment there. So these Brief but powerful experiences have long-lasting effects and consequences that go well beyond the end of the seizure in your recovery. And we need to account for that, right? Those, those are things that are hard to measure and they're hard to quantify. Taken away from the seizures alone, though, there are other things that go along with epilepsy. For example, medications. You know, some people will do great on one medication and some people on that same medication will be just miserable and everyone's neurochemistry, everyone's brain is a little bit different. And you can't necessarily expect how things are gonna go before you try medicine. And so those medication side effects, whether it be sleepiness, irritability, fatigue, those all play into quality of life. We talked a little bit about driving, but you know, this is the United States. Driving is, is really critical to most of our day-to-day -day life. Uh, we don't have excellent public transportation within the exception of a few cities. And so to get from here to there, whether that be from work or to a friend's house or you know, to a restaurant or to a doctor, can have a, a, a remarkable you know, impact on your quality of life when you can't do it on your own and in your own terms. And while there have been some things that have helped with that, like for example ride sharing, that still costs money. And that takes us to economics. Your job, your financial well-being are critical to quality of life. Financial challenges often come in, in situations where people have frequent seizures um, or even one or two seizures depending on their impact on their job. If your job is built around driving or getting to a workplace that's far away and you can't accommodate with things like telecommuting, it can be a real problem. And so all of these different domains of your life can be affected by these brief events. You know, to our credit, we really are concerned as, as seizure doctors about how many seizures you have because that's a big feature in terms of quality of life. But we also need to focus on those experiences that go beyond the seizure frequency. 
I'm acutely aware of the fact that about half of people with epilepsy, little less, also have anxiety and depression, and that's independent of the disability caused by their seizures. So getting that assessed and treated as well is important too. So when you work with a provider, when you work with your, your neurologist or your primary care doctor, or if you work with a mental health provider, your mental health provider, talking about those things that go just beyond your, your, your seizure experience into those downstream events that, that are affected by these brief moments, painful moments, but brief moments in time, will help them understand better your experience. And I think that's important. So now that we have a more clear idea of, of what quality of life looks like for someone who is experiencing epilepsy, how can you take stock or think about your quality of life and how epilepsy might be impacting you? So to study quality of life in epilepsy, there are, there are different surveys, there are different tools that you can use. And I don't think you need them as an individual, but it, it sort of helps to approach it from how those surveys sort of look at you. And they break things down into different domains. You know, the impact of seizures on your life directly. You know, do you get injuries during your seizures? Do you have frequent seizures? After your seizures, are you fatigued for hours or sometimes days on end? Do you get confused after seizures? You know, have you had a shoulder dislocation or a back injury during a seizure? Those things are important to understand, right? Because, again, not to, to, to dismiss seizure frequency as, a, as an important thing to measure, but for some people, each individual seizure is a, is a catastrophic and disastrous event in and of itself, and we need to understand that. But for some people, each individual seizure is less a, a, of a, a critical issue. Some people may even be seizure-free. And so if that set of, of questions is, is less important, then you still need to look at other things because that, that can play a major role in your life. For example, let's say you're not having seizures, but you are on medicines and the medicines make you feel miserable, right? You know, take an account for that. Are the medicines making you sleepy? Are the medications making you nauseous? Are you grumpy? I've had family members who on some medications have almost gotten a divorce and when we've changed the medications, their relationships have improved remarkably just because the medications can sort of, you know, tint your experience in a very negative and, and irritating way and you might not even be aware of it unless you ask the question. So, you know, those medicine side effects, those are important. Economics, work, you know, is your seizure disorder impacting how you get to work? Is it impacting your ability to stay at work when you get there? Is it causing a drain on your finances, right? One thing that's a problem for people who have frequent seizures but are still getting out and about participating in the world is that well-meaning colleagues or, or, or bystanders might call the ambulance on them and they're stuck with hospital bills because they get you know, dragged to the emergency room and they don't need to. Looking at those things, coming up with strategies to address that with your doctor or your employer can be very important to improving your financial quality of life. Working with a, a social worker to, to find opportunities and, and options if you are out of work because of your seizures and how to pursue community resources to, to get the, the care and the services you need is, is a critically important thing. Mental health is an important problem. I, I say this to many people many times. If you look at the numbers, almost 50% of people with epilepsy have anxiety or depression. And it's not something to be ashamed about. It's not something that we should feel bad about. It's part of the brain chemical process that leads to seizures that seems to be hand in hand with, with these symptoms of anxiety and depression. And 
recognizing that and reaching out for help, talking with your doctor can be an important step to improving that. In the end, when, when you start taking an inventory of your life from these domains, it can really help you see things that you, you may not have been aware of before and that tie into your seizure disorder. And a final domain to consider too is, you know, particularly adults who develop epilepsy, often their seizures are related to other health problems. And so taking care of your general health, um, whether it's cardiovascular disease and strokes or heart disease or other medical conditions like diabetes and hypertension, working with your primary care doctor to treat those, engaging in, in healthy behaviors and activities can overall improve your quality of life. And there's that old saying, a, a rising tide raises all boats. Improved general health can improve your quality of life in epilepsy as well. So sometimes it can be hard to, to in one gulp, break down you know, all the things that go into your quality of life. So I recommend starting with the personal inventory. Look at these different domains in your life that affect your quality of life. Your family life, your social life, your work life and economic life, uh, the, the medical life that you have, your, your other illnesses or conditions and your medication side effects, um, your exercise and, and, and physical well-being. And if you break these down into these different components, it can allow you to get some insight that you, you can't if you just approach things more broadly. Thanks to Dr. Ludke for talking to us today. Thanks to our audio engineer, Stephanie Perez-Sanchez. And thanks to you for listening to this episode of The Brain Briefing. You can find more info about the Duke Comprehensive Epilepsy Center at neurology.duke.edu backslash DCEC.